With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Say hi to Everly. Everly. Yeah, she heard me sing the song for her hi, too. it's Uncle Kyle. Yeah, he was singing you Happy Five Months. Wow. Yeah, so beautiful, there yo. you go. Hello, hello. Happy Five <laughs> Months. She's saying hi to me too, yo. There She's hilarious, go. yo. <laughs> yo, it's, it's so awesome because I feel as if she looks like both of you. It's funny you say that. Oh, yeah. You like Uncle Kyle? Hello. Hello, Everly. How's it going? Happy Five Month Day. So cute. Look how comfortable she is. Yo, she got a front row seat to that podcast. One, one sec. She got a front row seat to your your podcast performance, man. That's why you're on your game. This guy was on his game because his daughter was watching him podcast the whole time. Look how happy she is right now. That is that is most wonderful. <laughs> He's been here the whole world. time? Everly, Everly, don't spend a lot of time on your phone, okay? Growing up, everyone yeah. will do that. You don't do that, okay? You know that thing you're playing with right now? Just have fun with some toys, okay? Have some fun. Go outside, play exactly. with the ball. Go get some runners and go for a walk. Enjoy, enjoy BC, okay? Real yeah, talk. This is, this is the only screen time. She, this is the only screen time she hey. gets, man. When she gets to look at people, she gets to look at uh, Uncle Kyle Bowen, yo. I'm a fun uncle. Remember that? Yeah, it's fun, Uncle Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Wee. Hey. All right. Love, Let's get her to bed. Oh yeah, go to bed, yo. Okay. Yeah, why is she not asleep by now? Come on, man. <laughs> I don't even know anything. Because yeah, I've been podcasting, man. That's why. Uh, can I watch you podcast, Dad? Okay, peace, peace, peace. <laughs> man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. This dude right here, Thatcher Demko, is again bubble-like. Can he? Can he actually do this? And, and I see this happening. Okay, I see this being more of a problem. More of a problem. You know, if he rips it up, it's more of a problem. I know I'm turning into that motherfucker. I'm turning into that type of fan. I'm looking long-term. Fuck the moment. This team is just—it's too broken. It's too broken. But man, if he's able to do this and get this team to a playoff spot, because Canada is just Canada. The dude is getting paid. Another dude getting paid on a team that has a lot of bad players getting paid a lot of money. Begsy, can he do this? <laughs> so what do you mean by do this? I mean, take the Canucks to the playoffs? Yes. He's, dude, there's no way this team is getting better defensively. Okay, it's not happening. Through through all their games this season, they have been so, they've been actually kind of fun to watch because it's, it gets to a point where you laugh. You're like, holy shit. There's, there's a lot of turnovers. They're playing like my fucking ball hockey team when we started playing ball hockey for the first time against players that played ice hockey, you know? We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We are just tossing the puck everywhere, trying to make shit happen. The Canucks are just trying to make shit happen all the time in the defensive zone. It rarely happens, and Demko is just... 
he's he's fun to watch man he's fun to watch right now and he's gonna have to continue to do that again to get this team in the playoffs so yeah if he does it gets this team into the playoffs the dude is getting paid right we're not we're not talking about a number like 3.5 or four no, or 4.5 the minimum the minimum is probably 4.5 million because he's gonna make more than holdby regardless and uh, it's it's gonna be such an interesting offseason I, I think what probably happens you know demko's two years away from being a ufa i think there's a chance he just signs that you know two-year deal maybe uh, around four and a half five million and then cashes in in two years from now um but i i don't see the demko problem right now in quotation marks as a problem because i think what's what you don't want to lose sight of you don't want to overthink is that demko the goalie of the future he's been that for so long he's the goalie of the present and he looks like he's the goalie of the long term straight up, straight up. and look and i'm something... just i'm a loser trevor begs you're talking to a loser right now i have the loser mentality sort of kind of not really where i can't really stay in the moment i can't stay in the moment here i can't because I want this organize, organization, yes, I want this organization being being great. And I I think I've seen this story, and I don't want management not to not to get fired after this season, bro. I'm serious, bro. And I feel like if Demko can save Benning's job, and that's a that's a scary thing. And I, again, look, look at what I'm doing. Look at what I'm doing. I'm a loser. Begsy, I've told you many times. I've told the city of Vancouver many times. Right now, in this moment, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N, a loser. The mentality, man. So, uh, huh. man, oh, man. Can, can, can Demko save Benning? I think so. Yeah, Demko could save Benning. And uh, let's be real. And I think we all are, most Canuck fans are probably on the same page. What's best for this team is, again, probably to miss the playoffs, probably to have Benning fired, and probably to have someone come in who's competent at signing and trading. And which Benning has proven that he's not able to do. If you really want to be a glass half full guy, and, and I'm not, you know, you look what the Canucks did this offseason. They they did shit. They let good players walk because they signed so many bad deals in the past. You know, maybe just maybe if the Canucks can make the playoffs and they can start to get out from under some of these bad contracts, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. And one of the things I was actually thinking about today, you know, whether or not Benning gets fired or not, I don't know how much credit you want to get bending for the 2017 draft but that 2017 draft is shaping up to be pretty fucking legendary you know of course Elias Pettersson one of the best players in the league Michael DiPietro I know they're fucking up his development but he's a great goalie Jack Rathbone's tearing at the AHL and then you have Colin and Jonah Gadjevich also having huge years so far in the AHL right now now if Gadjevich Lind and Rathbone can somehow step up and you know play NHL games you're gonna have five guys from that draft who could be playing in the NHL and, you know, that's that's pretty fucking incredible, uh, whether you like Benning or not. Again, I don't want to give Benning full credit for that draft, uh, but he played a part in it, man. Hey, uh, what, that what? being said, should he be running a hockey team? I think he's proven over seven years that he shouldn't be. Uh, oh. But again, if Demko can carry the team to the playoffs, let's just jump on the bandwagon, man. Let's Dude. just jump on the bandwagon. Why don't, we we want to see some playoff hockey, right? Dude, I want to drink some beer. Come on. <laughs> I just, just want to drink some beer, but, hey, I'm, I'm still... I'm still a little different right now, man, because I'm I'm again looking at the bigger picture, and I think being drunk last summer and really saying a lot of stuff that I did mean, but you know I was drunk. Okay, you you do dumb things when you drink. Okay, that's why I don't drink. That's why I don't drink a lot anymore. Okay. Anyways, I still don't see it. I still don't see uh. 
I don't see it as a good thing if this if this management group is, is around for another year, I think. No, neither neither do I, I. And I think they've proven time and time again that they shouldn't yeah. be in charge. And, uh, and, and honestly, as good as Demko's been, and this guy's been absolutely unreal, probably the best goalie in the NHL over the past month, maybe aside from Kapokokkanen in Minnesota, who's actually also been playing out of his mind. Um, but the Cucks... They just aren't making the playoffs. Like I'm pretty fucking convinced they're not making the playoffs. Yeah, anything can happen. Blah blah blah. Montreal, Calgary. You know they're not playing terrific right now. But like, just look at how they played against Ottawa. And I know they're missing Pedersen, and I know they're missing bodies, wow. but they barely beat the Ottawa Senators. Wow. They had to rely on an overtime win, in which Demko made almost 50 fucking saves, and then they squeak one out in a shootout tonight. And well, again, Friday Saturday against Montreal Canadiens is interesting because Canadians have absolutely dominated us this season. If the Canucks can somehow pull a rabbit out of their ass and defy reality and play well, maybe it's a different story. Yo, but did, uh, did, I'm did, not really believing it right now. A, a couple things, okay? You're you're listening to Sipping on a Forty, Trevor Beggs, Kyle Bowen, two two people close to their 30s. Okay, we're all over the place with this team. Things change because we're just fucking fans, yo. We we moving with the feel of the team, and again. I'm telling you right now, at this point in my life, in this moment, I want to drink some beer. So prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. I just don't see it fucking happening. It, it it can't happen to a team. And I said this yesterday. This team gets miracles. You know, they don't get fucking miracles. They just get miracles. Okay. So I can't see this happening. And man, oh man, you brought up that you brought up that 2017 draft, right? And you know what? I've been talking a lot of shit about this city for 17 consecutive days. It's a record for me, okay? A record for Kyle Bowen. Straight up! Straight up! I'll say this about Jim Benning, too. Yeah, I don't I don't want this dude running this organization. And I'm I'm still really hurt by his last press conference. That was just a disrespectful act to the city of Vancouver and its fans and Canucks fans around the world. It really was. Anyways, when he leaves, he did He did leave this team. Again, we're talking in the future with Pedersen Hughes and Demko. That's all I want to say because I'm I'm really starting to think that Demko is this damn good. He has the ability to steal you points. And when you build a team, a proper team that actually knows how to play fucking defense, and you have like pillars like that, dude, that could lead to something. Is Demko that good? Am I am I exaggerating that? Because when I watch him play, I'm telling myself, yo, this guy kind of reminds me of Luongo but then there's moments where if this team didn't suck defensively and he was just absorbing shots he could do that too like he reminds me of Schneider yeah I think he's more like Corey Schneider than Luongo because it's so so rare that you see Demko make an out of this world acrobatic save because he's never out of position I see it all the time Luongo made a lot of crazy insane saves where he was flopping around out of position and, and Schneider not so much like, I think Schneider and Demko are, are probably better comparables but I'm telling you uh, it, I've obviously been in the prospect world a lot more since I started writing with the Canucks in 2013 and following younger players and I, I just think Demko has the right mentality he's done everything at the college level he's done everything at the AHL level He's as, he was as good as a goalie prospect as there was over the past 10 years I don't think there's any reason to believe that Demko is going to not be a starting goalie for the next five to ten years in the NHL. Ten years is a long time. I guess it takes him to 35. But hey. I think for the next five to seven years, Demko is going to be a number one goaltender in this league. And I firmly believe that. And I tweeted this, uh, was it this morning, uh, for Nux Misconduct. Well, off my own account, I guess. But I swear that 23% of my tweets have just said, believe in Demko. 
And, you know, maybe that's just because I'm not on Twitter enough, but no, <laughs> I've been believing in this kid for a long time. And it's, I'm just, I'm so happy to see him get the you opportunity the code, to, uh, you know, man. take the range and run with it. You broke the code, man. You just, you're just able I to do. think of a, you're able to think with a clear mind regarding this organization because you're just off the grid, man. You're off Twitter, you know, you're just, you're just moving with the flow and you're just like, yo, I'll take whatever I get. And, uh, why not? Why not believe in Demko? And yo, we talked about this last year too. I know, I know what you're talking about. He's calm, bro. He's calm. He has the game face on the whole game. He's fucking wired, yeah. bro. And don't get me wrong. Sometimes he'll like show a little bit of personality, talk to the ref and whatnot, talk to his teammates. But he seems locked in. And you know, you you mentioned that he's not out of position. He doesn't have to make. He doesn't have to make those saves. I've just been seeing his acrobats more and more over the last nine game stretch here because this team sucks at defense he's gonna have to make great saves sometimes but again you, you talked about the Corey Schneider thing it's it's evident that yeah he has that structure in his game and when he's on he's on like that he's locked in and uh impressive and again yeah when Benning when Benning leaves in the future he will <laughs> he will have you know some mark on a successful Vancouver Canucks team Hundred percent, and Benning yeah. and Benning Bros will never shut up about Pedersen, Hughes, and Demko, and, and even Besser for that matter too. Dude, it'll oh. it'll never go Straight away. <laughs> Benning Bros are around forever. Why don't, why don't we just end on that note? I guess we're pretty much only talking about hockey. That being said, who knows what's going to happen in the next fifteen minutes or the next forty-five minutes? Okay, we just pushing buttons here on sipping on a forty. You mentioned Besser's name too. Is this is this real? Is this real? You know what I'm saying? Because this dude is... He's streaky. Don't get me wrong. But again, when he's on, he's on. And he can score goals. Is Brock Besser uh, really a top 5, top 10 goal scorer in the NHL? Yeah, top... top I wouldn't say top 5. I just think there's so many dangerous snipers out there. But I'll say this. You know, Brock Besser has battled injuries through every one of his first three NHL seasons. I think this might be the first year, aside from when he was a rookie, I guess, at the beginning of the year. It's the first year, though, that he's been healthy, knock on wood, through the entire season. And, you know, he's 20, what is he, 24 years old now? This guy is hitting his prime right now. And I think what he's doing is he's proving that he's not just a sniper. He is an, he is a great player all around. He's I like the fact that he's been a little bit more heads up in his own zone. He's not relying on Miller and Pedersen as much. Like, don't get me wrong, Besser was great last year. But I think he was overshadowed a bit by Miller and Pedersen. This year, he's becoming more of a driver on that line, whether, you know, with or without Pedersen. I think it's even more noticeable uh, right now. Uh, so is he a top 5, 10 goal scorer in this league? Maybe. I, I'd really have to think about that one and dive into it. But uh, I do think he's a bona fide first line NHL winger. And again, mm. he's probably going to stay this way, health permitting, for the next five to eight years. Yeah. And again, I think he ranks number four, number five, or tied four, played a lot of games this year in the NHL, and he does play in Canada, so those stats are kind of inflated, let's be honest, because Canada's, Canada's Canada. Again, let's be honest, let's be real, but even if you can creep into, you know, top 40, top 50 forward category, moving forward with this organization, then that's good. That's good. That's really good. And that's, that's going to make him worth that, that seven plus when he has to re-up. Real talk. Real talk, Brock Besser doing a lot. And look at this, yo. I just see Trevor Beggs. This is the happiest I have been on this show, even though there was some, you know, 
pessimism there. And that's all still true because, hey, I'm almost turning 30. I'm almost turning 30. And uh, when things like this happen, when I'm just watching this team play the way they play, I get mad. I shake my head, okay? I'm going back in my, back in my day when I was 18, 17. They weren't playing like this. They had the puck the whole game. All right? That's the standard, okay? Well, they got to get the job done, okay? I guess the standard has not been set for this team because, hey, 51 years, no cup. But, hey. Hey, well, I'm, I'm telling you, man, as good as they were when we were 18, 17, 18, 19, yeah, you know, they might they might win a cup and still never be as good as they were then. Like, that team was absolutely fucking loaded. Uh, and I, I think That's it's been what... mentioned recently, like, the that 2010-11 Canucks were, were arguably the best team in hockey. Oh, I did it. I did it. Oh, no, I did it. I've been hey, doing you, I've, you, I've you been put doing, me on it. I've been doing it. it all the time now that's how dude look at this man that's how much of a loser i am you know just been just been off today you know got a pimple on my face so trevor i was gonna open up tinder today man oh yo i got a pimple too man i was gonna it's all good man like i was gonna open up tinder today man and that happened so it's like maybe it's the world maybe it's the world telling me don't go on tinder that's not for you i, I disagree with that completely i think you're getting in your own head plus it's hump day yo Ooh. wednesday is the perfect day to get on tinder because that's hump day. Oh, and, now, and I got humpy. a hump on my face. Yeah, well, you're not necessarily going to meet someone tomorrow. You know, just start like sliding the Isn't DM. That how it works? The chats, build a relationship for next week. I mean, that's how I would do. You don't necessarily have to beat up. Hey, baby, blah, blah, blah. I don't hey, know, I'm hey, not going to start with, hey, baby. Know, hey, this is one reason why I think you're going to be ahead on Tinder. <laughs> hey, I was baby. talking to someone yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she she complained. She uh, And she's in her 30s, you know, you know, great single woman. And she complains that, like, all these 33-year-old dudes just send dick pics. Why the fuck are <laughs> you sending dick pics when you barely know somebody? Yo, Come on. Gross. Yo, isn't that sexual assault? <laughs> sexual assault of the eyes, at it, least. It, no, no, if it's, if it's, if it's, like, unwarranted, you know, what I, I guess. I know. I, you know what I say? Hey, people sex. People send their nudes, right? It's part of their, uh, their, their sexual experience in the sin called Earth. But some people just send it right away. And it's, it's like, dude, I, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Come on, that bothered me. I could have been standing beside someone. And it could be traumatizing. I don't know, man. That's that's off, yo. So that's what that's what people do these days. And hey, yo, I was thinking of this too. Um, TikTok, right? TikTok been on there more. And I wonder how the uh, the future. And this is something us old heads do, right? Almost thirty once again. Fifty one years, no cup. I'm starting to worry. In the future, these kids are gonna be dancing with their partners at the club, right? Face to face. And just moving their elbows. I don't think a lot of, you know, a lot of grooving and moving, you know, being a lot of touching going on, you know, being sentimental. I think it's just going to be bop, bop, boom, bam, boom, bam, bam, ah, you know, and just collapse. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, are you, are I'm you saying that's better or worse than grinding on the dance floor? Hey, man, I think in uh, a uh, romantic dance, okay right a, a grind for lack of a better term there's probably a more casual more you know mature way to describe that dance move. a groove called a groove, a groove. A gro it's called a groove really i don't know let's call it a groove okay a groove i like that word yo, that works for both people involved when it does work for both people involved it's a time yo it's a time you know that's isn't that being human yo things are changing man I, i'm not a party animal though but hey the future i guess they'll be more clean right that's the goal right don't get dirty don't get dirty. Stay clean. Fuck, man. Just move with their damn elbows. Crazy, man.
Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like dance floors are going to be sweaty and greasy uh, once uh, once this thing's all in the yeah. past. We're all vaccinated. It's going to be sweaty and greasy again. Everyone's going to have their COVID vaccine sweat all over everybody. Okay, so you think that you think it's you think that we will be more social, even though the world is. I don't. I don't. I don't say the world is. There's just a lot of people, you know, that are antisocial and you know proud of it, which is cool. Introverts, which is cool, but you don't think. Uh, it's going to affect the way that we party moving forward. That's good. That's good. Stay positive. Again, I'm a loser right now. I'm a loser right now. I- I'm pessimistic about everything, okay? Straight up. It happens, yeah, and it, you know, I, I do have my quibbles with social media and how it affects kids and, and their social skills, but that's a rant for another day. Let, let, let's just keep it positive, you know? Let's just all live in this Thatcher Demko is no, God no, world, no, and it, uh, it's all good. Drop it, man. What do you mean? Like, Let's talk about it, man. Let's talk about it, man. Well, you've seen the social dilemma. Have you seen it? I know it's it was kind of pretty pretty big documentary. I guess probably beginning of COVID. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, and I think some of it was obviously over dramatized, but it's touched on some good points, man. And it's one reason why you know I I'm trying to stick to not putting my daughter in front of a TV really for the first yeah. like two years of her life because that's what the so-called experts say to do. Ah, man, Trevor, and you I'm know what? To, just everyone... trying to keep her away from me. Trying to keep her outside and uh, like yeah, honestly, if there's a hockey game on and she's awake, like I'm putting it on my laptop or I'm turning it off, you know. You know what, Trevor? Everyone deserves their flowers. Like, why should we wait before, you know, I tell you how proud I am of the person you are. Like, you just understand the importance of being present in this earth, man. And you've always been like that. You've always been the last person on their phone or the person who spends the least amount of time on their phone and connected with that part of life, the digital life. You just you just stay here. And I think that's a big reason why you're the way you are. And it's important, bro. It's important because when you live in the moment, you get honest reality checks. You know, you can humble yourself more. And when you're just wired in, you lose sight of, you know, what you have. And you need to know what you have to, like, you need to feed off that too. You know how sometimes you just get motivated from your struggle and wanting more and, and, and showing everyone or showing yourself most importantly that you can get the job done. If you actually just use what you have around you, like what you already have on earth, you can use that as fuel too, and it's actually, in my opinion, more effective. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I think you don't you don't really absorb as much just staring at a screen, and you know you're, you're giving me a lot of credit here and pumping my tires. But hey, it's I, you one know, love, I, man. Why not? Like you know, part sh- of the reason I I try to stay you know disconnected from the phone and you know extracurricular media is just because I I work and spend so much time on my computer throughout the day, man. Like I get up and I'm freelancing, nuts misconduct editing in the morning day job is on the computer and then my other side job is on the computer so i spent so much time in front of a screen man it's just nice to nice to disconnect for a bit uh at the end of the day i wouldn't even say nice i think it's fucking the best essential essential for everyone man well i can't say for everyone you know i'm just my own person and i know that i know that that's what works for me and i you know Give me, give me five more minutes here I i was writing about this today and it was another reason why i fuck with reading books and you know, anytime I'm feeling dry in the mind, you know, lacking inspiration, I like going to books other than going to my phone for looking for inspiration because I feel as if I can look at something in a book, whether it be a picture book, something about the best album covers, whatever. And I can look at something and get straight to work. Whereas if I find inspiration on my phone, there's often more inspiration, a swipe away or there's a distraction or a text right away. So it kind of takes me longer to capitalize off of the inspo and get to work and move forward and yeah i was thinking about that today Shout yeah 100 yeah and i think that that's another thing in the social dilemma too is that you know you're on your phone and we're just like 
punched in the face by notifications all day long. Like you can hit that punch button. Like that's what it's like on your phone with the notifications coming up. It's like, bam, boom, bam, just come at you all day long. That's what happens, man. So another, that's your oh, phone. Jesus Christ. It's going off again. So that's, yeah. uh, that's another reason just to put well, that fucking phone down. Well, hey, you're you know, better than me at reading the books, man. So I'll give you credit there. Well, you know what? Our listeners, dude, straight up, they probably pissed off some of them, right? Some of them like, what the fuck? Like, I thought we were going to talk about that. Your depth go right seven to nine. We make the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. But yo, don't even listen to this. Go for a walk. Move in silence. Get off of this, okay? Don't follow me on Twitter at Kyle Bound. Don't follow Trevor Beggs, okay? <laughs> don't do it. Don't get me on what the fuck you're reading on TikTok. Fuck TikTok. Straight up, straight up, straight up. Uh, less is more. Less is more, and uh, again, the world, more reality checks, especially if you live here in beautiful British Columbia, real talk, look around you, if you're fortunate enough, you're, you're blessed, man, We're, we live in, uh, we live in a great fucking place, man, straight up, straight up, straight up, Woo! that was sipping on a 40, Begsy, bowing, thanks a lot for doing that, no episode of Silky and Filthy, cause things happen, things fucking happen, who cares, and happy uh, five month day, to the most important person in the world. I got to say, my coworker asked me a brutal question yesterday. And she said, if you like, who's the one person you like, you can't live without or like, who's your, like your favorite person in the world. And I was, was, it's obviously a trick question, but I was, I went with my wife, right? I was like, I don't, I'm like trying to find a funny answer, but it's Hannah. And my coworker's like, yeah, what about your daughter? What about your mom? I was like, God, oh, Jesus Christ. Why well, you got to do that to me? Come you, on. You should have been like, yo, I only know my daughter for five months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Okay, have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. Woo!